Welcome to the Addison Free Will Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. Here you can find sermons from our Sunday and Wednesday night services. You can find more information about the ministry of Addison FWB Church on our website, addisonfwbchurch.org. Tonight's sermon from Pastor Matt Smith is titled, One Body, Spirit, Lord, Faith, and God, from Ephesians chapter 4, verses 4 through 7. A little bit about this sermon here today, tonight. I was over getting ready to study after Sunday school, and as I was asking the Lord, I said, Lord, what are you going to be preaching on tonight? And that's the old small voice. You know what he said? I've already told you. (laughs) See, I didn't want to preach that message. But he said, I already told you. So we got to do what the Lord gives us. we got to do what he gives us. If you want to do something else for him, do what he's already gave you to do. So that's what we're going to do. I'm not sure what direction it's going to go, but all I know is it's going to go the way the Lord wants it to go. So if you got your Bibles tonight, we're going to be over in the book of Ephesians, chapter 4. We're going to start about verse 4, read a couple of scriptures there. Ephesians, chapter 4. Verse 4. And whenever you get it, would you don't mind if you can stand up while we read the word? It says, There is one body and one spirit, even as you are called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptizing. One God and Father of all, who is above all, through all, and in you all. But unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. You may be seated. And I thought tonight for a text, one body, one spirit, one Lord, one faith, one God. There ain't no other gods. I believe Debbie said this morning in the Sunday school lesson, there is no other God. They try to find another God, but there is no other God. We're, we're worshiping the true God tonight who created this place, created this world. I tell you what, he reached down one day in the dust of the ground and created man and breathed the breath of life and we became a living soul. And that soul one day is going back. To where it come from. And this old body is going to go back to the dirt from where it came from. Praise his holy name. He's worthy of all praise. I tell you what, I just come across that. There is one body. I ain't nobody. But I'm here to tell everybody about somebody that can save their soul. One body in Jesus Christ. Praise his name. Right over the book of Romans chapter 12, verse 1. It says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove 
What is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God? I believe that's what Brother Justin was saying, that our actions speak louder than our words. You know, people, people tell me they're a Christian, and then you'll turn around and you'll see them do something. I've had people right out there at work say they believe in God and pray for them. Then the next day I walk by them, I hear them using his name. I say, what happened? Say, oh, I'm sorry. I say, you don't need to apologize to me. You need to apologize to him. It's his name you're using. See, we need to be one body. We're a child of the king. Our actions speak louder than our words, like Brother Justin was saying. Tell you what, we need to walk in line. Tell you what, I believe what Brother Rick said, I don't care how high you can jump as long as your feet's going straight when you hit the ground. We need to walk that straight line. We need to get on that straight and narrow and walk. That's where life everlasting is. People is watching. They're watching you. They're watching me. We're going to be, be their witness to them. Jesus Christ wants us to let our light shine before men so that the Father can be glorified. One body. I like it what it says. It says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. God ain't asking us to do something that hard. You know, if you give your heart to God, your whole heart to Him, it's not hard to serve Him. I've, turned, I've talked to people and say, well, I would live that Christian life, but I just can't do it. I tell you what, you give your heart to God, you can live it because Jesus Christ was living within you, within me. We can make it because he's the way. He's the truth. There is no other way. Tell you what, we can live it. I tried to live it without him before when I was lost. And I was headed for hell. That's what my way is. God's way, we can make it. One body through Jesus Christ. You know, right on down here it says, For I say through the grace given unto me, to every man there is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God has dealt to every man, to measure faith, for as we have many members in one body, and all members have not the same office, so we being many are one body in Christ, and every one member one of another. See, that's likely to come into church. If everybody wanted to be a door, where would you put the window? Well, if everybody wanted to be a window, how would you get in? See, God has put the church. Everybody can't be the pastor. Everybody can't be the Sunday school teacher. 
See, God has put everybody where he wants them. He puts the singers where he wants them. Everybody can sing. I know I can't sing. And so does everybody else that's ever hearing me sing. I'm not a singer. I preach. That's what the Lord gave me. See, I don't know why he's gave you. Say what? If he gives you a handshake, that's what you need to do. You need a handshake. If he gives you that smile to welcome people in, that's what you need to do. Say what? We all can't do the same office. We're all in the same body. Just like on your body. The eye can't say to the hand, I don't need you. According to the word. Don't say to the legs, I have no need for you. See, it takes all the body. It takes the whole, all the parts of the body. Tell you what, without the legs, you couldn't walk. Without the arms, you couldn't work. I tell you what I found out. When I went for my surgery on my arm, and I'm right-handed. When they put it in that sling, I didn't realize how much I need my left arm, my left hand. I couldn't even put my socks on or tie my shoes or put my belt on. I tell you, I couldn't do a lot of things. But see, that's why it is with the church. We all, you know, we all can't just be be the head or the feet. We need both arms and the legs. We need everybody to make a day one body of Jesus Christ. We are one body in him. Praise his holy name. So we need to be in a sober mind. You know, I've talked to people thinking, you know, they say, well, it's all right to drink. I said, well, go ahead and drink. But it's not all right for me. Because the Bible says, it says right here to be of a sober mind. And it also says somewhere else in the Bible that sustain from strong drink. I don't know. All I know is when the Lord saved me, he took all that away. And I didn't ask him to. He took it away. Because he didn't want me to have it. So if you think it's all right for you, then that's between you and God. As we talked this morning, I'm not your judge. You'll stand before God one day, just like I will. I'll stand before God one day and give an account of what I've done in this life. All I want to hear him say is, enter in. That's what I'm waiting for. This old world, I'll tell you, we're living in. I was thinking the other day, I've heard it on, on TV shows and stuff. They all talk about the old world. I'm from the old world. I'm from when neighbors used to help each other. Yeah. And you wave, and they wave back. Yeah. Or if a neighbor needed help, they helped each other. You didn't have to try to beg. I mean, people go by my house, I'll wave at them, and they'll just look at me. And they'll go by again, I'll go. <laughs> and they'll just look at me. Ten years later, 
They'll go by my house, I'll wave at them, and they'll say, they'll wave back. So you got to be persistent. Got to show them the love of God. See, I could have just, I could have waved at them one time, and they never waved at me. Then the next time they gave part of the house, I could just look the other way. But that's not what God wants. Show yourself friendly. If you want friends. That's what the word says. Tell you what, we need to be one body. Not, we shouldn't be uh, one certain kind of person in the church and another different person out here in the world. We need to be the same. If we expect to win the loss, we need to be persistent. Just like Brother Rick. He kept asking me and asking me and asking me. He, the first time I said no, he said, all right. But then later on, he asked me again. My family would do the same. They didn't just ask me one time and then just forget about it. So, well, he don't want nothing to do with it. They know I didn't want nothing to do with it because of the way I was living. But they kept asking. And they kept asking. And then I came. We got to be persistent. And we got, we got to show the love of God in Jesus Christ that we're all one body. Rick would ask me. My son would ask me. See, an arm and a leg. Everybody, part of Jesus Christ, the body of God, would take on herself. Well, you all would have all the prayer up here. He was praying for me. And that's what I like about an older prayer. We can pray for our lost families. Amen. And tell you what, prayer works. Prayer don't only change things, it changes people today. Tell you what, God answers our prayers. I tell you what, I believe that's why it's important that we get in contact with God under one mind and one accord and worship Him in truth and spirit. Because that's the way that's the way the Bible says to do it. And the Bible is the word of God. Praise his name. One body. And right over here in the book of Ephesians, chapter 2, verse 12, it says that at that time you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel. And strangers from the covenant of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, you who sometimes were far off or made nigh by the blood of Christ. We were lost. Don't matter how good that we think that we were. I talked to people that says, you know, this person just the other day. Somebody passed away, and they said, oh, heaven, open the golden gates and let them in. And I was thinking, I know the person. As far as I know, they never darkened the door of the church. I don't know their heart. I'm not their judge. But I tell you what, I know what their testimony was. And I tell you what, I wouldn't be thinking that they opened the gates of heaven I'm not their judge, but I know one thing. I know the people that has left this world, and they have had a testimony. 
that they love God. And I tell you what, that's what I want people to know. That's what I want people to remember, that I love God. He was number one in my life. I tell you what, I gave my whole heart to him. Not just part of it. All of it. He takes it all, or he don't take none of it. He comes first. And I tell you what, if you want to go to heaven, you can go to heaven. But I tell you what, I, I told my brother this before he got right. I told him, I said, you're not going to live any way you want to live. You're not going to sit out here and drink and carry on and do whatever you want to do. And then when you close your eyes in death and fly off to heaven, it's not going to work. You know what he says to me? You're mean. See, yeah, I am. I'm mean. But he got right with God. He got saved. See, if you want to call me mean, you can call me anything you want. I'm going to stand on the Word of God. Tell you what, I tell you what, you want to make it to heaven, you can. But I tell you what, you're going to have to trust in Jesus Christ. You're going to have to give Him your whole heart. And you're going to have to, when you wake up in the morning, when I wake up, if I wake up on this side in the morning, I don't have to think about if I'm going to serve God or not. Amen. I have already made up my mind. When I got saved, I said to the Lord, Lord, if you save me, I'll serve you the best I can till the day I die. And I plan on keeping that promise, Brother Richie. I'm going on. And you know what? We got to make it. We got people waiting for us. And I can't wait to get there to be able to see them again. And tell you what, that, that's the, the promise of God. That's that blessed hope that we read about. We can make it to heaven. All we got to do is keep our hand in his big hand and we can make it. Praise his holy name. He's worthy. Praise his name. We got redemption through him. And right over in the book of Isaiah, chapter 45, verse 5, God says, I am the Lord, and there is none else. There is no God besides me, I girded thee, though thou hast not known me, that they may know from the rising of the sun and from the west that there is none besides me. I am the Lord, and there is none else. There is no other God. He is the great I am. He's the one that created us. He's the one that hung the stars up and gave every one of them a name. He's the one that hung the moon and the earth for nothing. I tell you what, science has wasted millions and trillions of dollars when all they had to do is get in the Word. And it would give them all the information that they need. God, there is no other God. The Bible says his love is past finding out. 
We can't understand it. I tell you what, I don't understand. I'm not smart enough to understand God's love, but I'm smart enough to accept it. His love for you and for me. The very ones that took that whip to him. If that did me, I wouldn't have said forgive them. I'd be wanting revenge. And so would most people. But our Lord, who's long and suffering, full of grace and mercy, said, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they're doing. That's the same thing he says to me. When I mess up, when I ask him to forgive me, that's what he says to the Father, forgive them. For they know not what they're doing. Amen. Come on. That's one of mine. That's one that I died for. That's the one right here. Right here is his name. Right here is where he wrote it down in the Lamb's Book of Life. So I've been forgiven from all sin. Jesus can make a new life. He can give you a new life. He can wipe your slate clean. All you got to do is call on his name. He's right there ready to pardon you from a lake of fire. But you got to accept him for who he is. He's not the man upstairs. Amen. He's the great I am. Amen. He's the son of God. I heard somebody that preached the other day saying that Jesus was the son of God. And I was thinking they got that all wrong. He is. He was nothing. He is. See, if he was, that, that's over here in the cemetery somewhere. But I tell you what, he is. He is alive. He is the good shepherd. He is our savior of the world. He is alive and doing well. Praise his holy name. He's worthy of all praise. Right over in the book of John, chapter 3. Verse 15 says, That whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. One body, one Lord, one faith. Faith in him. If you got that faith, and everybody's got a measure of faith, you got enough faith to believe on him, then you can be saved. It says that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. All you got to do is believe in Jesus Christ. That's all you got to do. How hard is it to believe in Jesus Christ? It ain't hard at all. If you will look around, it's not hard to see him wherever you look. Look in the eyes of a baby. I see God. Look at their little fingers, toes, how little 
everything is and know that God created that. And then it grows up. Tell you what, God knows what he's doing. He's awesome. All we got to do is just have faith in him. That's all it takes. It's faith in him. And right over here in John chapter 5, verse 24, it says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that heareth my word and believeth on him that sent me has everlasting life and shall not come unto condemnation, but has passed from death unto life. We was all headed for hell. But all we got to do is to believe on Jesus Christ and we don't got to worry about being condemned to a lake of fire. We don't got to worry. I, I was saying it the other day. If you're a child of God, this world here we live in is the only hell that you'll see. And if you leave this world lost, this world here is the only heaven that you'll ever see. Because I tell you, hell is a real place. Hell is a place of torments. I don't know why anybody would want to go to hell. You know, people, people don't want to hear nothing about God. I tell you what, because their deeds are evil. They like going to things that are going. But if they would just open their eyes and see the end where they're headed. That's what conviction can do. That's why I pray for old time conviction. That's the old world. Conviction, not prosperity, but I pray for conviction. That your pillow will be hard, that your covers will be short, your bed will be hard, that you can't sleep at all, that you'll be so miserable that you'll have to get up and you'll have to get right with God. You'll have to get up and pray and ask God to come in to your heart. That's the only thing that works. It's Jesus Christ. Just have that faith. I tell you what, I don't want to see anybody go to hell. Praise his name. Right over the book of John, chapter 11, verse 25. Talk about faith. Jesus said, Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? Do you have faith? Jesus said, I am the resurrection. I know he is. Because the tomb is empty. He said the Son of Man will suffer many things, but on that third day, he'll live again, and he's alive and doing well. All we got to do is have faith. That's all it takes. Faith in Jesus Christ. Praise his holy name. He's worthy of all praise. Glory to his name. Right over in John chapter 12. Verse 46. 
It's in the red letters. Jesus said, I am a light unto the world that whosoever believeth in me should not abide in darkness. Jesus is the light. You're not going to hide from him. You're not going to hide whatever it is that you're trying to hide from him. He knows our heart. He knows everything about us. There's nothing that you're going to hide because he's going to put the light on it. And I tell you what, it's all going to be right out in the open. But I tell you what he said. He said, I'm the light of the world. He said, but I'm a leaving. And now you are going to be the light of the world. And we need to let our light shine before the world. If we expect, you know, to make, do you have faith in him? We need to go out. We need to do what he says to do. He said to go out in the highways, in the byways, and compel them to come in that his house might be filled. I tell you what, it ain't about the number. It's about the lost souls that's headed to hell. Like Brother Alfred Holly said, let us never forget when somebody dies lost, they go to hell. They don't go to heaven. Everybody don't just fly off to heaven just because they die. Heaven is for a prepared people. And if you want to go, you're going to have to get prepared. You're going to have to believe in Jesus Christ. Hell wasn't created for you. It was created for the devil and his angels. And I seen something the other day on Facebook Somebody is saying, you know, the devil needs to go back to hell, to his home. That's not his home. The devil, when he, he goes to hell, he's not going to be down there drinking coffee, drinking iced tea, walking around. He's going to be suffering, just like everybody else. Tell you what, he ain't going to be down there. He ain't going to be, he's not going to be the rule in hell. I tell you what, he's going to be down there just like the person that's lost. It's not going to be no party. See, I have some friends that drove those Harley Davis said they was going to ride their Harleys through the gates of hell and all this. And they left the world with that testimony. Let me tell you something. They didn't ride their Harleys through the gates of hell. If hell is where they're at, they're never going to get out. It's a place of torments. Amen. That's why we need to pray for our lost and dying world. Because hell is a real place. And there's nobody, I don't want to see my neighbors go to hell. I don't want to see my friends go to hell. I don't want to see the people that won't wave at me go to hell. I don't want to see nobody go to hell. I want to see everybody make heaven their home. But I tell you, if you choose not to get right with God, you're saying you don't need him. And the book of Revelation says the books were open, the books of works. And then there's another book open, which was the Lamb's Book of Life. And the Bible says that everybody whose names that was not found in the Lamb's book of life was cast alive into a lake of fire, which is the second death. So you could be judged out of those books of works, but books of works are, is nothing 
You're not going to get there on your works. You're going to get there by the blood of Jesus Christ. You're going to get there because you got your names in the Lamb's Book of Life. You got to get your name on the roster. If you want to go, you're going to have to get prepared to go. Praise His name. Lord, in the book of John, chapter 20, verse 26. This was after the Lord rose from the dead. He said, after eight days again, his disciples were within, and Thomas with them. Then came Jesus, the doors being shut, and stood in the midst and said, Peace be unto you. Then said he to Thomas, Reach hither thy fingers, and behold my hands, and reach hither thy hand, and thrust it into my side, and be not faithless, but believing. And Thomas answered and said unto him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said unto him, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed are they that have not seen and yet believe. Thomas believed. Thomas saw the nail prints in his hands. Thomas saw where the spear went from his side. But Jesus said, you believe me because you see it. But blessed are those who believe who have not seen it. I tell you what, I believe that Jesus died on the cross. I believe they nailed him to that cross. I believe they beat him all night long. I believe he took that cross all the way to, to Calvary so that we can go to heaven, that we can be set free, that we can say whom the Son sets free is free indeed. That's the price that was paid. It don't cost me nothing. You know what? You might say, oh, I can't give up all the stuff. I tell you what, what did Jesus give up? One day we'll see what he gave up when we get to heaven to see all the splendors of heaven. That our Savior stepped down and took upon him this old flesh to come down here to pay a debt that he didn't owe. I owed it. You owed it. He took our sins and nailed them to a cross of Calvary. The Bible says he despised the shame of that cross. I tell you what, but his love was greater for you and me. That's why he did it. That's the love of God that passes all understanding. Amen. And then he went back. Now he's on the right hand side of the Father, making intercession for you and me, waiting for the day for the Father to say, Go get our church. It's time to bring them home. So I tell you, if you're lost, the Bible says that the Lord has given everybody. A measure of faith. Enough faith to be saved. Have you ever saw a mustard seed? I used to have one. 
I can't tell you where it's at now. Because it's so little. It's just like a, taking a pencil, putting it on a piece of paper, just a speck. If you have that much faith, you can move mountains. The Bible says it gave everybody that measure of faith. But you can be saved if you want to be. See, that's the question. You're going to have to answer it, though. Do you want to be saved? Do you want to go to heaven? Do you want to escape that place called hell? If you do, you're going to have to make sure that your name's in the Lamb's Book of Life. And all you got to do is ask the Lord to come into your heart. As we stand, get a song. You've been listening to the Addison Free Will Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. You can find more information and explore our outreach ministries on our website at addisonfwbchurch.org. Thank you for listening.